A dancing knight? A butterfly stuck in Levi's shirt? What kind of a crazy day in New York City is this? But wait, it only gets better. Micah has a mystery animal for all of his friends since it's Wednesday. This is Micah with my podcast, um, 1000 Kills And, um, the mystery creature can, um, be harmed by the boat of the hunter boat, and it's poisonous. Hi, I'm Heidi Illion, English teacher and homeschooling mom, and this is Brilliant Mornings. Join us as we jumpstart our day in a way that celebrates learning and breeds imagination. We work quickly through calendar, math, poetry, reading, geography, science, and of course, our mystery story. Please feel free to pause the podcast or listen several times to answer questions and learn the songs. Read the podcast notes to prepare for each day. Remember to check out our Instagram, Brilliant Mornings, to see pictures, videos, and visuals for the lesson. Thanks for joining us. Where are my preschoolers? If you are two or three or four or eight or 100, let's sing the months of the year together. And then you'll hear them in German, since this is the language that my family is learning. Ask a friend to tell you the months in the language that you're learning and practice them this week. Also, be sure to memorize your own birthday month. Special birthday wishes go out to Grace and to Wes, who has lived one decade and who's learning Polish. Did you hear in last week's podcast that May is the only month in Polish that sounds like the English one? It's probably just for you guys. January, Januar, February, February, March, März, April, April, May, May, June, Juni, July, Juli, August, August, September, September, October, October, November, November, December, December. These are the 12 months of the year. These are the 12 months of the year. Good job, everyone. Now, why did the cow throw her milk into a tornado? That's right. She wanted to see butterfly. Okay, okay. I know it's a corny joke, but are you smiling? If not, smile. Give the biggest toothy grin you've got. Because you know what? I'm told it takes 17 muscles in your face to help you smile. Yeah, can you believe it? 17. Just one more reason why 17 is so awesome. Grab your counters and let's count, preschoolers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Pretend your counters are pieces of popcorn. Jonathan had 17 pieces of popcorn. He ate six of them at once. How many more are on his plate?
17 minus 6. If it were 17 minus 7, it would be 10, right? But it's 17 minus 6. So it's 11. Peyton was baking cookies. She put 17 teaspoons of baking powder into the dough. Oh no, she cried. The recipe says to only put two teaspoons in here. How many teaspoons did she have to take out of the bowl so that she only had two left in there? Seventeen minus two? I'm not gonna tell you. You can figure that out. Now, grab your counters and pretend they're cocoons. Micah saw 17 butterfly cocoons hanging from a tree. Five of them flew off in the strong winds. How many were left? All right, you should all know the answer. 17 minus five? I'm not gonna tell you. Figure it out. Who remembers the four stages of the butterfly's life cycle? Egg, larva, pupa, adult. Right? Egg, larva, pupa, adult. The larva is the caterpillar. The pupa is the chrysalis. The adult is the butterfly. Just like we see a type of rebirth in the life cycle of a butterfly, you know, when that butterfly emerges from the cocoon completely changed, did you know that countries go through life cycles as well? When a country just begins, it's like a brand new little butterfly egg, just waiting to grow with excitement about the future. Sometimes countries experience a time of growth. The people work hard and produce food and invention and goods and they sell to other countries and they make lots of money and the country becomes stronger just like a caterpillar, eating and eating and getting bigger and bigger. When the majority of the people in a country have a high standard of living, with nice homes and enough food and jobs, they can even produce beautiful art and buildings, new technology and businesses, the country feels like a butterfly, beautiful, soaring high in the sky. But there are also times when a country might experience terrible times, such as war, or awful leaders, or the collapse of an economy, which means that businesses and people are not able to make enough money. At these times, it feels like the end of a life cycle, like when a butterfly dies. On this podcast, we have focused on when certain countries have experienced a rebirth, like when a butterfly comes out of its chrysalis. We have learned about many European countries that experienced this special rebirth time in their history in the 1400s and 1500s, when scientists started discovering shocking facts on the universe and remembering some old things the ancient Greeks and Romans knew long before. During this rebirth, astronomers discovered how the solar system worked. They found new planets and moons with improved inventions like the telescope. Artists started learning to create beautiful new types of paintings and sculptures and buildings. Everyone started to think in new ways, 
We call this time the Renaissance. It's a French word that literally means rebirth, something being born again. Now, who's ready for a contest? Let's see if you remember some famous people from the Renaissance that changed the world. Ready? Can anyone remember who believed in heliocentrism, the idea that planets orbit around the sun? That's right, Nicholas Copernicus from Poland. And actually, his family was German. Did you know that? Also, Galileo Galilei from Italy supported this idea and fought for it. Okay, next question. Ready? What about who painted the famous Mona Lisa picture of a woman slightly smiling? This same person also created a flying machine and loved to draw sketches of the outdoors. Yes! Leonardo da Vinci from Italy. Who painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel with beautiful scenes from the Bible? Michelangelo, yes, another famous artist from Italy. All of these people helped bring about a new time in the world with new ideas and fresh beauty. Even Fibonacci, although he came before the Renaissance, taught people new ideas about math that helped people to make discoveries during the Renaissance. You all have very good memories. Now, I want you to picture a time when no one had cell phones, computers, televisions, or the internet. There was no Google. This was how people lived for most of history. (laughs) What do you think they did for fun? Play outside? Sing? Tell stories? Read books? Now, I want you to picture growing up not only without technology, but also without any books. Can you imagine your life without owning a single book? There was a time when books were very hard to get. You see, at this time, books were handwritten, so they took a very long time to write. There were not many copies of books, and they were hard to find, and they were expensive. Many children and even adults couldn't even read. During this time, people shared information by talking to one another. They might be sharing truth or lies or just their own opinions. It was hard to get true information. You know, the Chinese came up with a way to print books hundreds of years before the Renaissance. They used ink on wooden blocks with writing that were pressed onto a surface. Have you ever used rubber stamps? It was kind of like this. But most people in Europe did not have access to anything like that. And they really didn't have an invention like this until the 1450s when a German man named Johannes Gutenberg created a printing press. This was a machine that could quickly get writing down on paper so that books could be made faster than ever before in Europe. He made molds of the letters of the alphabet in metal, and these could be moved around to spell different words. I think this invention was just as important as a car or a computer because it finally made it possible to print lots of books and pamphlets. And then many people could read. They could learn about lots of different topics for themselves. Gutenberg is famous for printing a Bible. After this, 
people could read the Bible for themselves, finding out truths about God rather than relying on people to tell them their opinions about God. So many found freedom of mind and heart during this time. The printing press was truly one of the most amazing inventions of the Renaissance. It gave people the gift of learning, of knowledge, and of freedom. Like the wonder of the sun giving life to everyone, like the motion of the planets orbiting the sun, like the joy of The Pizza and Poetry Club sat writing haikus as they waited to speak to some detectives in an office inside the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Finally, two detectives joined them around the long table in this meeting room. I'm Detective Schmidt, said a young blonde woman in a dark pantsuit, huffing as she sat down and took out her laptop. This is Detective Chubb, she said, pointing to a very skinny man, also wearing a suit. Tell us what you saw and when. She looked like she wanted to hurry, so all of the children started shouting at once. A knight in shining armor, yelled Peyton. A dancing knight, laughed Teo. He almost fell, Micah remembered. He tried to hide from us, but then he tried to get money from us by putting on a dancing show in Central Park. Stop, everyone, commanded Detective Schmidt. Please just take us to the exact place where you saw this man. Let's hurry. The group bolted down the many stairs in front of the Met's entrance, and Claire led the way through the windy paths of Central Park until they stood at the very place where Micah and Jonathan had seen the night. Policemen started circling the area and clearing away all park visitors. He was so funny, hollered Levi. He was trying to be so tough, but he actually looked like a dancing butterfly. Detective Chubb pulled up a picture on his phone. Was he wearing this armor? Very fancy and curvy with some parts that look like wings? Yes, everyone shouted as they looked at the picture. As I thought, the detective stated, pressing his lips together. This is the suit of armor that was stolen from the Met. It might look silly because it's so very fancy, but it was used in Germany, especially in Nuremberg, when Emperor Maximilian was the ruler there. They called it Maximilian Style. Have you guys ever heard of Leonardo da Vinci or Nicholas Copernicus? Of course, everyone laughed. Oh, well, Emperor Maximilian lived at the same time as they did. 
He was the German king and the Holy Roman Emperor. Micah and Jonathan were only half paying attention because they were searching the ground in the woods where the knight had disappeared. Look, footprints, they yelled in unison, showing Detective Chubb. He knelt down and measured the footprints. Yes, these were made by someone in Maximilian armor. There's no way he went far in this clanky stuff. Wes emerged from the woods with two police officers. Hey guys, we found a piece of armor that chipped off, he told the group. He said the footprints stopped at a certain point among the trees. Then sneaker footprints, along with the markings of two wheels, were found exiting the woods. Hmm, mused Jack. Maybe he changed behind the trees, threw his armor into a suitcase, then he rolled it away? A very good possibility, said Detective Schmidt. The group looked for a man with a suitcase. In the distance, they saw only an ice cream man who had closed shop for the day. He pulled his colorful ice cream cart down a path. Hey, wait, yelled Levi. I need your ice cream. As Levi started to run after the man, waving money wildly at him, the man also started to run very quickly away from Levi. He tried to tear into the woods, but stumbled over roots and got back on the path, having trouble pulling his cart. Now, why would he run like that? asked Grace. Today, you get your first mystery country clue. Get your globe or your map out. Do you remember the lines of latitude? These go around the globe horizontally, like a belt would? Well, the mystery country is above the equator and above the Tropic of Cancer line. Now, on a globe, there are also lines that go vertically or up and down. They're called lines of longitude. Try to find the one called the Prime Meridian. Our mystery country is just to the east of the Prime Meridian. Have fun guessing. This recording was produced by Heidi Illion with intro and outro music by Matt Graycar. Music, vocals, and lyric editing for the song Rebirth were by Hope Graycar. And guest star was Micah. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to see our Instagram for helpful videos and photos. See you soon!